everyone, Zbex here, aka Zanate Beckham, and I'm here for episode number one of the Zbex Fabcast, cosplay to gaming and everything else fabulous. This audio is sponsored by Addictive Behaviors, a premier game store where you can find thousands of magic card singles in store or online. Visit them at ccgobsession.com, like collectible card game, for magic cards, Star Wars cards, and lots of other trading card game products. Thanks so much for sponsoring this audio, Addictive Behaviors. Never back down. Why did I start cosplaying Magic the Gathering? For fun. The first time I did anything was pretty casual. It was Liliana of the Veil at Pro Tour Dark Ascension. It was within the first six months of when I started playing the game. So from a bystander's perspective, looking at a distance of six feet from a table, I knew I wasn't going to be able to follow the games on the sidelines. So I wanted to be involved in a way that was fun for me and Liliana of the Veil being a hot front-running character in her amazing purple gown with her high lace-up black boots and gloves. Wow, she was stunning. So I imitated her in what I would consider a closet cosplay, although I did seek out some items. I used a purple cocktail dress that I owned and bought a very inexpensive black wig and had black gloves and black socks. It was not completely accurate, but that was my first really step into it. And I wouldn't even call it cosplaying then. This was back in 2011. Uh, There wasn't even really cosplay shows on TV yet. Even the Heroes of Cosplay didn't come out for two years later. I'm no stranger to dressing up in costume. I've danced since the age of three, so putting on makeup or exuberant costumes that make you stand out in public is something that I've done for a long time. I grew up performing at a lot of the fairs around Oregon and walking around in silly things in the middle of broad daylight. So dressing up in a costume and being the only one at a magic tournament in that costume did not seem like the strangest thing in the world to me. In addition to my dance background, I also have a big history with sewing. My mom taught me how to sew from a young age. I had sewn costumes before. I had sewn little leggings to wear to festival parties and Halloween outfits, both for myself and my husband. Nothing too extravagant, but I am familiar and had fun craft. Following dressing up as Liliana, the next event was Grand Prix Vegas in 2013, where I dressed up as Restoration Angel. Now, this costume, I put in a little bit more detail. It was still a purchased dress, and it was much more accurate to... Restoration Angel's dress and I added uh, lace up details on the side and the front that I hand sewed. 
Um, I had the same ribbons that matched the lace-up detail for the ribbons on her wrist and made the neck piece. And I had store-bought wings, but they were wings and it was great. I was getting a little bit closer, getting a little bit more into it. And of course, I'm still doing it for fun. And then there was Nylea, God of the Hunt. Now, I had the most fun making Nylea's quiver. And with Bow of Nylea, oh, I just loved the detail on that quiver. So I actually started doing that cosplay because I made the quiver first and took it to a Star City Games tournament, an open up in Seattle, and I used it as my playmat holder because it's the perfect size. Um, but I went to the fabric store. I was really inspired as soon as I saw the Bow of Nylea art, and I started just sewing the pieces together little bit by little bit. I remember I made the top section, the middle section, and the bottom section, they go like vertical, diagonal, and vertical in different widths and varying sizes. And then I sewed all three of them together and just said, mm, I'm going to wrap it around some cardboard. And it's sturdy enough, it still holds up. I mean, the material I got was pretty expensive. I wasn't willing to do any form of body paint, and I found a long sleeve green lace jumpsuit that I sewed leaf details all up and down the bodice in a V shape that she has and the sleeves. Funny part is as out of the box and resourceful as I was, Nylea has a wing tipped helmet. So those Restoration Angel Halloween wings that were just cheap I cut in half and fixed together and spray painted silver. So we were getting a lot more accurate. I even had some fake hair wefts, uh, very synthetic for those of you familiar in the cosplay world, cheap, uh, that I got to glue to the underside of my cardboard wings. I had my bow as a prop just made out of foam board, but I leveled it out just the way you see cosplayers using EVA phone today, there wasn't really a whole lot out there on prop making on the internet at this time. So I just kind of made it look what I needed to have it be like from a profile view. And I made some arrows. Then there's the cosplay that I count as my real first cosplay. I don't know if I was calling myself a cosplayer yet, but Nissa World Waker is truly the one where it has very little that was store-bought as far as the main components of the costume. I made the top, I made the skirt, I added glitter and rhinestone details, I had weathering on the strips of the top. I don't even know how I did that because I follow folks on Instagram now and thought I learned that technique from airbrushing, but look back at this 2014 cosplay, I'm like, Oh wow, I did that then. Anyway, this Nissa World Waker cosplay, the staff too, um, my husband helped me make from a mop pole, which that was fun getting to bring him in and work with me as well as figuring out a few hours before our flight left as this was 
uh, pro tour cons of Tarkir that I needed to be able to fit my staff in a bag. So he helped me cut it in half last minute, puts a screw in a hole in one side of, and the other so it could detach and screw back together. But anyway, uh, so I had all of these working pieces that I hadn't really had before. I did actually have body paint that I used to put on all of the markings of Nyssa on my body and my face. I had the elf ears, I had the hair accessory details, I felt on point. When we arrived to the event, I was encountered by photographer Craig Gibson and he said, oh, if you have a moment, I would love to pull you into the other room. And I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, I'd love to take some pictures. We have the set over there. Nobody's on it right now. So of course he's talking about what you see shown on stream for the pro tour where they have got the fancy magic backdrops and the cool lighting. And he took a, just a couple of awesome pictures for me. And it was really special because while I was back there, the director of marketing at the time, I believe was his position, Mark Purvis came up to me and said, so you really like green? As like, yes, it's my favorite color to play with. And he asked, oh, what brings you here? I was like, well, we love watching magic. So we figured we'd come and I love dressing up and making costumes. So here I am. And he's like, well, I have something for you. And he hands me a Guru Forest. And just showing support for the game, I got something really cool and it made it really memorable. Immediately after having that amazing experience at Pro Tour Cons of Tarkir, I have my husband to thank for encouraging me. So what are you going to cosplay next? And at the time, the Commander 2014 decks were just starting to get spoiled. I remember tweeting at Mark Rosewater, tell me what characters are going to be in the 2014 commander decks because I need to start working on my costume now. And so when Nahiri got spoiled, I instantly knew that I wanted to do her because I had done a green card and white is my second favorite color. Uh, Selesnia, of course, is my favorite guild. So it was just natural that I needed to do Nahiri. Now, Nahiri is an interesting one. I spent a lot of time working on making a lot of those little red strips for her belt and making boot covers and sleeves. And in Vegas, when I wore it for Grand Prix Vegas, this was in 2015, um, I got really sick the night before. And I was playing in the main event because I had thrown up at breakfast and I was so hot in this leather corset when we were going over in the glass monorail tunnel in 105 or something degree heat Fahrenheit. And then I threw up again when we got there. This was limited Modern Masters 2015. After we did the pools and registered them and had deck building, I went and threw up after that. My table felt so bad for me. At this point, since I'd been getting so sick and sweaty, I had just taken my corset off. Thankfully, had a sweatshirt with me. Um, and then 
I was played round one and did poorly and I was just really down and cosplay kind of saved me at this moment. I was like, you know what? I've got the pants on. I've got the corset in my bag. Let's do this. What would Nahiri do? Nahiri's going to rock it. Um, and I won every single round after that. So I played up until round nine as Nahiri, seven and one going into the ninth round. Um, and I lost that one, but it was a really great day because after I had dressed as Nahiri and started playing better, I started feeling a lot better. I stopped feeling sick. I had some great interactions with Michael Wong, Christine Sprinkle, Heather Kwa. Um, in fact, that was uh, one of the first times that I really remember seeing somebody else in costume. I had heard that there was uh, Christine's cosplaying Brainstorm at the other Vegas GP two years prior while I was cosplaying Restoration Angel, but I was also playing in the event, so I heard that there was another cosplayer there, but I didn't really see. So at this point, it's become a natural thing. Go to a big event, make a new costume to wear for it. When I would say I really started considering myself a magic cosplayer and Vegas 2017, I cosplayed Carrie Zev and my husband, he got a white stuffed monkey for me and it was so fun thinking about how to do the different parts of her costume. Uh, one of my favorite parts of her costume is created from something that I see every day. Uh, we have Ensure, those nutrient drinks uh, that are great uh, at home, and our puppy loves to play with them uh, when we're done with them and, like, take the cap off and lick up the what she can get from what's inside and so one day a cup uh, the cap was laying on the ground and I was thinking about the monkey and I was like aha so the monkey's goggles Ragavan's goggles are made out of two incher caps um that I painted and adhered a leather strap to so I thought that was really fun um I had Oh, I have a lot of fun searching for materials for Carrie Zev. I specifically found little beaded flower uh, embellishments that I hand sewed all over the cuffs of the sleeves and the pant of her jumpsuit. I found some great satin and gold trim that matched close enough for me, for Carrie Zev, I also found this great ribbon that had a gold coin on it that looks exactly like what she has sewn to her chest strap. Uh, I ordered a couple of cheap brown leather belts and had fun creating uh, sideways sashes and such to go on the belts and have everything all work and fasten together. And I just think about what looking back on everything that I put together for that costume it had been a couple of years since I had done anything for cosplay since Nahiri because I spent a whole year judging I judged four GPs in one year uh, so I, cosplay was kind of on the back burner uh, but 
coming back into that, doing Carrie's Ev, really lit a fire under me. Uh, we had an event coming up in Portland, which is close to my home area in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, so I did uh, Veraska, the Relic Seeker, shortly after. And from there, I just kept rolling. Jaya Ballard, little less than a year after that Grand Prix Vegas in 2017, uh, we knew we were going to Dominaria. And one of my good friends, my brother, Chris, he loves Jaya Ballard. And he knew instantly when I said I was going to cosplay somebody from there who it was going to be. Uh, it was an obvious go-to. My friend Adina had cosplayed her before at an event that we were judging. Um, so I really wanted to honor Jaya and get this hot cat suit made up, uh, wig, the other really awesome thing that I had been waiting to incorporate in a costume for a while, my other judge friend, Aaron, uh, got me Chandra goggles that were from a PAX event, I believe, one year. And though I haven't cosplayed Chandra, the lore or nod to the Pyromancer's goggles that she left behind for the next pyromancer. I felt that it was fitting and and perfect, even though they didn't look exactly the same. Uh, they have a elastic band that says magic, the gathering on the side of it. How cool is that? Like the swag level right there. Uh, so I was feeling it. I also um, had worked LEDs into my previous costume, Vraska, uh, to make my skin glow green rather than painting it. And so I was experimenting with more LED stuff. I got EL wire and wrapped it around and had fun um, having that be my element of fire. Cosplaying Jaya, I had two friends come up to me who said, hey, you've been doing this for a while. Like, what's up with it? And I believe one of them even asked, why do you do this? I was like, for fun. Um, and it's true because it just brings a smile on my face. I hope you can hear the genuine inflection in my voice that as I've been describing these costumes that it's creating and making something and using skills from my background of dance and sewing and the stage and public speaking, everything all rolled into one uh, that I get to show off while playing a game that I love because I, I don't just go to attend the events. I want to be in the top eight as, ne as much as the next person. Um, you know, I've made a couple of day twos. I'm no scrub. When I look at why I started cosplaying magic for fun, which I think has been pretty clear throughout all of my examples, the coolest thing is that this having fun has led me to something that I really enjoy doing and calling myself a cosplayer. This is something that I do at more than just magic events now, but before Magic the Gathering cosplay, I didn't dress up as anything else. I mean, I had dance performances where I dressed up as things. And I had Halloween where I had costumes that were with as little effort as the Liliana costume at the beginning of this podcast. But I, you know, I was not a cosplayer in any mean. That wasn't really a term. 
Uh, and so it's cool to say now that I am a cosplayer. Also, there's way more people who are familiar with the term cosplayer. Uh, if none of you know by this point, uh, costume role-playing, costume play, cosplay, uh, just insider information. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so yeah, the fact that I started cosplaying magic for fun and it's led me to have even more fun and build more friendships and relationships with so many people and so many different interests and hobbies and connect with different photographers and artists, how we're all creating and sharing love with the same nerdy things just makes my life fabulous. So I wanted to thank everybody who supported me from day one when I announced that I am a cosplayer who actually reached out and told me that they supported me. Of course, my wonderful husband, Brock, all of my parents, David and Sue, Deborah, Russ and Hope, Kayla Hammond, Brittany Borsma, Jonah Borsma, Chris Christensen, Janelle Christensen, Ashley Tulare, Kathy Kramer, Hannah Harrison, Joanna Durant, Tiffany Metzler, Andrea Harris, Mallory Cobble, Samantha Wiggins, Sarah Bannister, Drew Geiger, Tanya Turner, Michael Wong, Shane Morris, Zach Caffel, Tom Martell, Megan Gunther, Kristen Fox, Maddie Hertz, Kimberly Hawes, Sam Hug, Kate Melanchuk, Clint Aker, Grace Carol Anderson, Chris Cothran, Kaylee Sauer, and Ruth Vivier. Thank you so much, all of my fabulous friends and family. Without you, I would not be doing this. And another huge thank you to Karen Gillen, who encouraged me to start doing podcasts. And if for some reason your name was not on this list, please don't feel forgotten. These are just specifically people who reached out to me on one social media platform or by text or in person, and I wrote it in my notepad just for a couple of days, so it doesn't mean that I'm not thinking of you. Uh, I appreciate all the support that you have given me in the past, and you're giving me now by listening to this, and hopefully that you'll continue to give me in the future. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the ZBEX Fabcast. Until next time, be fabulous.